created live on Fireside. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode of Drunks. Today, with uh, my co-host Ty, today we're going to be doing Drunks. Uh, I called it Beach Party Beer Review because we're going to be reviewing some beers that are summertime beers that are kind of brewed in the... Well, the one I looked into, uh, and I'll get more info on that, is straight from the beach, Santa Monica. How are you doing today, Ty? I'm good, Coach Ray. I'm really good. Um, yeah, I'm excited about the show. We kind of came together with the the beach idea, like kind of today, and uh, we were able to get some pretty good beers. So I'm excited about trying them. Yeah, and for everybody uh, listening in on the stream and joining us for the first time, uh, what we do is we talk about working out drunks. The emphasis is on run. Um, really, you could do any type of workout. We believe you should earn your beer. That way. You just don't become an alcoholic drinking beer every day. And then from there, we just kind of uh, review different beers. And we do this every two weeks. So um, you want to get started with what beers you got or with what you worked out? Yeah, I have the Beachwood uh, Brew, and that's out of Huntington Beach. And it's a Citra. It's a Citra. I'm going to get it right now. Let's start off with the first beer first. So I'm going to go with my regular house beer, which I promote all the time. And that's a space dust. <laughs> Once again, I should be getting paid from Elysian Brewing Company. But uh, yeah, I'm going to start off with that. Then I'll bring out the other beer later. I didn't get a lot of chance. I didn't get a lot of time to investigate Beachwood other than the fact that they're uh, a Huntington Beach brewery. And they have three uh, pubs. One's in Long Beach, Huntington Beach, and another part of or, uh, Costa Mesa, Costa Mesa, I believe, California. And okay. they have one uh, tasting room. Uh, I believe that's in Huntington Beach as well. They've been around since 2015, I believe. Uh, unsuccessfully, uh, in 2013 they started, but they kind of like, you know, touched ground in 2015. And they've been very successful. I've heard of the name a lot, but I've never really tried the beer. I've never heard anybody talk about the beer. So this is kind of new to us. So I'm looking forward to it. It's made with Citra Hops, which is my favorite. The other one being... Um, mosaic so it should be good yeah i don't think i've ever had that one and um i did some research on my beer but then since it is women's history month we kind of wanted to add some some touch of uh women's history so i looked into uh, the history of women in brewing and it led me down a rabbit hole which i'm gonna have to continue it is really really fascinating actually uh but as i get my beer uh did you have a chance to work out today Yes, I did, Coach Ray. I did uh, my normal six-miler. I originally planned on doing something uh, a little bit more um, extravagant, but I didn't get a chance to. We were initially supposed to hike, but I told you last minute. And from what I believe, you had a pretty cool night on Saturday night, which you can talk about it or not talk about it. That's all up to you. Um, but, yeah, so I just did my regular six miles on, on the, my normal trail I do, not my normal street run. It was good. Um, but I, I want to do more for the show. So like, uh, uh, looking forward, we're going to go die hard on, on Monday. So we can talk about that. Cause you know, I, I love the die hard aspect of our drunks thing that we do as far as just drinking hard and running hard. So yeah, I, I got my normal six in. I felt really good. Um, as a lot of, you know, I've had knee pains and so it's subsided significantly. And I'm feeling really good. I think I'm like 90% now. And um, I'm enjoying my runs. I'm in, enjoying just everything about, you know, how you run with pain and you're like, oh, this sucks, but I'm going to get through it because we get through it. And like now it's, I'm finally like just feeling it like, and just going with it. And it's a good feeling. Yeah, I actually wanted to ask you about that because, uh, you know, the more I keep learning and learning, I, I probably spend at least an hour a day looking into different like workout things and you know, what we've been taught, uh, no pain, no gain to me is basically a lie. You shouldn't mm -hmm. feel pain at any point. If if you're feeling pain, you know, there's things you can do to strengthen that. And then from there, start doing that activity again. So are you still taking like a, well, were you taking like ibuprofen before a run? I was. No, I, I, I haven't. I, I, that's, I'm trying to get out of it because I don't want to just uh, rely on that at all. I want to see where, where my pain's at, like we talked about on the last show, like we talked about it in person. I, wanted, uh, I just want to see where my pain level's at and, uh, and try to strengthen it. 
and not stretch it out, but strengthen it. Um, obviously, you got to stretch as well, but the strengthening right. is really, really, really important. And just building those muscles right there, and uh, it's really helping a lot. And I'm I I bought the same beer the. Basically, it's going to be my main beer and then my second beer because I'm like, I'm not sure if since I've never had it, I'm like, I want to give it a real taste test. So the beer that I'm going to be tasting today is the one and only brewery in Santa Monica, California. And uh, they started in 2016. Uh, They have about six beers that you can buy at the store, which I really had never seen any of them. Really? Uh, This one is, and I got my jamie ipad right here assistant Mm -hmm. but they got a blonde they got the inclined ipa a citrus wittenberg a pilsner Mm -hmm. a double ipa and then they have the pch porter what what was the second one called again sounds interesting let me see uh it is a are you talking about the citrus one no, the citrus one sounds good too, but then one oh, before that—that's the one I, I'm testing today, the Santa Monica Inclined IPA. Yes, that sounds cool. So, what, uh, what's the makeup of that? That one, uh, let's see here. So, it's a West Coast style IPA, generously hopped with Citra. Uh, what is it? Simcone Eldorado, Eldorado, and Summit. It says, "Enjoy citrus and pine aromas with tropical notes of tinangelo and mango." Hmm. And uh, so this brewery, they started a, a tasting room uh, in fall of 2016, and then they opened up their beer garden uh, during 2020, which was probably like horrible for them as, as far as like business wise. Like imagine uh, 2020, which is like when everything got shut down. So uh, they're now open. Uh, we don't have to make reservations. Their their menu. And beers that they have seem to be a wider selection in the actual brewery than what you can find in the store. You can only find six in the store. They have a, a vegan beer, but no, uh, what is it called? Uh, can't remember the thing that people, uh, gluten, gluten, no gluten, gluten options. Gluten. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. And it's nice. It's actually one in Santa Monica, which I think we're going to have to go try in person, actually. I think so. Santa Monica being such a, like a big part of our lives as far as LA Marathon, you know, finish line kind of thing, right? So is it? do you know if it's like right there at Thirsty Promenade or do you have a, any idea where it's located? Let me see. I, I could pull it up real quick. But no, I, and you know what? I mean, I haven't been to Santa Monica in a while, but I don't think I've ever seen it. And yeah, the promenade is, besides the pier, probably the only place that I can really think that it would be located. Right. They, they are closed on Mondays. Their hours are 5 to 10 p.m. Monday through Wednesday, Fridays 5 to 11, Saturday 12 to 8, and Sunday 12 to 7 p.m. And that they're a small, locally owned brewery. And I don't know, doesn't actually say their address. I'm going to have to dig deeper into that one. Yeah, sounds interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and then... How about yourself, Coach Ray, before we get on the beer thing? Did you get a workout on today? Uh, I, I walked 10 miles. That's about it. That, you walked which, 10 miles today? Yeah. Well, that's good. You got more steps in than me. I mean, I always get steps in, you know, because of those of you uh, joining in who may not know. I had the lucky lottery winning uh, Cadillac converter stolen here in California, which is very popular. Since then, I've been carless, so... um yeah, so I pretty much walk mm-hmm. everywhere for now, uh, and we'll see. Waiting for that big beer deal to come so I can get me a new Cadillac converter. Actually, no, I got rid of the car. It was junk, so going to get me a new car. And spoiler alert, that that big deal is coming soon. That's oh, coming yeah. soon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and uh, you know what I found interesting? Because I told you, hey, it's Women's History Month. It's, let's try and do something. And what was your response to me? Hell yeah. At, at first I was just like, yeah, I love women. You know, it, it makes me so happy because I have just, a, 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 I'm surrounded by strong women in my life. I was talking about my mom, your mom, my wife, my Nina, you know, just such, there's a bunch of strong women. And you said, wait, we should be talking about, you know, what we talk about beer and running. So I went down the rabbit hole of the women athletes for a little bit. That was interesting, but what I found more interesting was the women brewers. <laughs> it's crazy how deep this rabbit hole goes with the women that brew. Did you look into that too? 
I looked into that. I want you to tell a story because I have some other ones I looked into as well. So please continue. All right. So this to me was pretty fascinating. And the articles, I read like four different articles. I'm going to have to go back. And since this is a month long, maybe we can continue on the next one. But um, from what I was reading is, and the thing I don't like about the articles, it said scholars, but it wouldn't name what scholars. But mm-hmm. according to what I was reading, um, a lot of women were the original brewers. Um, and it seems kind of like w- the idea of witches have originated from brewery because they used to wear pointy hats according to one article but some other dispute it because of like um well they they said they wore the pointy hats at market so they could stand out and then i forget the actual name of it but it's like that big um it's like a big uh basically like metal metal uh giant giant metal that you see all the witches on cartoons cooking like the brew in Oh, the the cauldron? The cauldron. So that's yeah. where they would actually make the brew. Mm-hmm. Kind of like where we have the thing of witches. And that they used to keep cats uh, also to keep the mice away from eating all the grains. Really? I didn't read that far. Okay. Yeah. And then I, I took some notes because I was like, well, that, that's pretty interesting. But, you know, one article was saying... You can't trust everything you read, which I agree. And But it looks like the History Channel kind of made a reference to it as well. So it says uh, up until the 1500s, uh, brewing was primarily women's work. That uh, it, Basically, they used the smear campaign against women um, because they tried to make it witchcraft. So a bunch of, uh, I guess, men who wanted to take over the, the, the scene kind of said women were witches, even though they knew they weren't. That way they can start dominating the whole brewing. And, uh, you know, it says from the pointy hat, I may have emerged from the connection to female brewers, the large metal pot with a lid handle that they used to, you know, brew. Interesting. And that uh, witches may have originated from the from master brewers. Now, you know, some, some people might dispute that or may not. But nowadays, fast forward to 2022, and the top 10 beer companies all have are headed by male CEOs. And uh, they mostly have male, uh, male board members that are, I guess, the majority is dominated by males now when it didn't originate that way. And then I got into a little bit of the Sumerians. And the Sumerians also, uh, women would be brewing beer. But then I just ran out of time. But uh, it, it, I thought that was all pretty interesting right there. Yeah, that's that's really cool. Uh, just to kind of piggyback off the off the women from the 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 witch the Satan witchcraft, uh, you know, the whole trials of the student remember back in history books. I've always known a real story that I learned when I was twenty, I believe, when I went to Chafee College. I had this history teacher, Mrs. Williams, and she majored in history and minored in witchcraft. And I always thought that was fascinating. She was such a, a interesting woman. Every, like when you, when she talked, she just like, you just wanted to hear her. You, you really paid attention because she had so much passion for what she was saying. That being said, she said that the whole Salem witch trials was bullshit. And she didn't bring up the brewery thing. That's why I was like, oh my God, that adds to it. That makes, that, that makes much more sense, you know, to add to it. But she was basically saying that, that they basically accused them of being witches because these women were widowers and landowners. So their husbands died and they were landowners or they were successful women, uh, uh, on their own right, in their own right, excuse me. And they would they would use that witch shit just to get them out because they're like these these women landowners are they have ranches they have cows they have you know horses and all this and they were haters just completely just hated hated on them and and created this propaganda saying that they're witches which was complete and just utter bullshit you know and so hearing that about them being, actually being brewers too because a woman. Back in the days, that that was their thing. Like they would uh, brew beer, like for nutrition, <laughs> which is a trip. I'm like, wow, it makes sense. So I've always thought so, you know. And I'm I'm always like kind of joked around, but like beer is really nutritious if you think about it. Like if you don't eat the chili cheese fries after, it's 
pretty healthy. Like, you know, it, as far as getting everything you need for your body with the carbohydrates and everything you need to kind of like the fuel. So it makes sense. So all, all these women were, they were, they were the ones that were fermenting the barley and everything like that. Like this is the, what they did their, in their household. So when their husbands died, they would do that. They say, Hey, wait a minute, I can do this on the side. I could sell it at the bazaar or wherever they go to, to, you know, to make money. So they started making extra money and we realized that a lot of people like beer. I don't know why. <laughs> and uh, they were, they were very successful at it. So men, the haters that we are shut them down. Crazy. What a shame. What a shame. Yeah. yeah I'm sure I read that too about the, <clears throat> they did it a lot for nutrition, but I'm sure the ingredients were, were more wholesome back then. It was like, like brewing like 1500s, 1600s. So I'm, I'm sure it, it was different than what we're drinking now, but well, before it, it, it was for nutrition. It, yeah. 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 I mean, they, they were, they were the only brewers up until the 1500s. So, I would say maybe late 1400s. I wouldn't go as far as 1300 because I'm not sure. But there's other things that I, I looked into, like, you know, because they talked about, um, you know, from Egypt to Peru, women were the brewers primarily. That's it. You know, that was like kind of like, I don't want to say this, like, you know, it's like baking a cake. Like they made beer. That was part of like this everyone's diet. My wife made some brew. That's it. That's that's what that's what they did at the house. You know, while the hunter and gather while the hunters were hunting, they were gathering barley to make brew. So I, I was interested in the ancient Peru. In Peru, um, where Actually, before you go there, I had no idea you could minor in what do you call it, witchcraft. Yes, yes, I didn't know. I didn't know colleges offered that. Yes, yes, it's fascinating, right? <laughs> yeah, and I wonder if they still do. I'm, I'm gonna have to look into that because I had never known that. Please do. Yeah, her name was Mrs. Williams, and I know she wasn't full of shit. She was so interesting. Yeah, she had a major in history and a minor in witchcraft, and everything she talked about was like with passion. Like I said, like she would talk about Abraham Lincoln, and she talked about him so much, like so, like she just so vividly and just. I knew she was in love with him. She loved that dude. Like you can just tell like that. That's what kind of personality that she had. But anyway, to go back to ancient Peru. And I, I wrote notes on this because I found this fascinating. Um, in ancient Peru, all the brewers were women, but they had to be of noble birth or extremely beautiful in order to brew the beers for the, you know, I'm not sure what level of royalty that was in Peru or what you call it. But yeah, there was like, there was like guidelines. Like if you weren't of birth, if you weren't, if you didn't, if, if you weren't uh, of the lineage or extremely beautiful, then you didn't make the beer. That's kind of like, you know, it's, it's interesting. And I, I wonder like, why would you, you know, a woman that was less beautiful, you know, in your opinion, if she made a better brew, why would that matter? I'm not sure how that went, but yeah, that's how they did in ancient Peru, uh, Egypt as well, but it wasn't like so strict. That's interesting. I, I, I didn't get a chance to look into Peru, but pretty much every different article I read did say women were the first brewers. And it seemed to be in different uh, like countries. And one of the first uh, persons to actually write about putting hops in beer is a, a nun. And I can, I'm, I'm assuming she was from, I think, Germany. Okay. I, I, could, I could be wrong. But, yeah, she's the first one back in the day to and talk about nutrition and how she used to put hops in her beer. So <laughs> it was never written prior to a woman putting it in, in a book. Uh -huh. Wow. So it was just barley, water, whatever, spices, and that's it, huh? So the hops came later. Interesting. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm done. I, that makes sense. You know, they're, they're bored. I mean, you guys, you know, that they, they swollen to celibacy. <laughs> a little hop in your beard, you know, spice in the mood, you know, to make it a little bit better. It makes sense to me. Well, in, in um, I don't know, there's a, it's kind of like an eggnog. It's called rompope in Spanish and there's a nun on, on the actual cover of the bottle. Um, so, you know, my mom does, I think she's drank like twice in her life, but that she'll, she does like it. And I think it just has to do with like, probably like her memories of growing up. Like I think they bought that out a lot during Christmas, but I always thought it was fascinating that there was a nun on there until, you know, I started learning more about the brewery and the history and all that, how a bunch of, uh, the Germans came over, you know, to Mexico because we talked a little bit about that during our, our Mexican beer special. For sure. 
how they how they showed a lot. So yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah that's that's it's crazy. Like yeah, if you, I wonder if you think about German beers versus Mexican beers, uh, they're just similar in that. You know, you got your Heineken, you know, which is a, its own taste on its own. But other German beers are very similar to a, a Mexican lager. If you do a lime and some salt in a German beer, it would taste pretty much the same. Yeah, I remember from that Mexican show that they were saying that pretty much all the beers now, even from Mexico, have, if you look at the images on the symbol on the can, they still have German like uh, images or heritage on it. And Modelo was the first one to target the actual Mexican people in Mexico, even though all the beers are being brewed there. So that's why Modelo got so popular. Okay. Which ones could you talk about that had that German accent or symbol? Or I, any- I, I think it has to do like with the drawings and the imagery on the cans. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Any, any beer you can name uh, a Mexican beer from before? What's a Mexican beer? Cause Corona is kind of Americanized. What was it? Like a Tecate? Like, no, that's what, what was a Mexican beer before? Do you know? I mean, there's so, there's so many, that's why there's so many over there. Yeah. Dos Equis, uh, Barolitos, uh, Victoria, Tecate. Those are semi like those are kind of new. Victoria is kind of new, right? Like here, the uh, Jalisco one, what's the Jalisco one, Estrella. But like, yeah. but like, I my my friends have been bringing that over from Mexico from TJ for years. Like I was True. drinking that before it was even popular here. And Barolitos is, you know what? Uh, I don't know if you remember Jimmy Snuka. He lives in Chicago. Oh, he, he did. Okay, he yeah. Of course, Barolitos, I remember Snook one. But he, he, we don't have that in California, but they have it in Chicago. So, really okay yeah so hmm. I, i'm sure it has to do with like import and laws and everything but yeah they got some good beers that aren't still available here or they just released that decate that it's like a platinum tecate. oh yeah yeah that's like their version of a platinum uh that, yeah like platinum or that was available yeah. years ago I, i've had it years before it was released here in the u.s i've heard that as well i've heard that as well so so far from uh drinking this beer i'm gonna say i like it i don't really taste like mango or whatever else fruit they had but it's good overall you named a fruit that i'd never heard of and i I wanted you i wanted to wait for you to taste the beer to tell me again what was the name of that fruit like when you have a chance look at the beer again because i was like you said something like mango and then something else i was like what is that let's see here right it was something that i just wasn't familiar to me where's my good assistant when i need him oh no jamie uh, a tangalo. A oh, tangalo. Wait. Yeah. What is? You know, like a, they're like I, I. I could be wrong, but it, they're like hybrids, basically. Mm. Kind of like seedless like watermelon. It's not yeah. really. I mean, it's not natural, but they hybrid. You know, they hybrid it. It's not, actually. I, I, I was having. I was having I, a conversation with my wife about that watermelon the other day. She's like, "Well, guy, I, I got some watermelon from you know on the street, you know, from from, from the, you know, the Mexicano, yeah." And she's like, "Oh." It tastes good. I didn't even know watermelon was in season. And I was like, nah, babe, like it doesn't matter anymore. They, 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 they put, they breed them like they do, like, uh, not breed them, but they, it's just like hydroponic, like, like your weed. It's just, it's, it, you can just do it easily. They do it like that all day. I mean, that's why we have seedless watermelon. Where did that come from? All yeah. of a sudden, that's very unnatural, but it tastes so good. Well, yeah, a lot of people are against, um, like, what is it? Like, uh, all this like seed and Monsanto, which I'm not for, but there have been some good fruits and, and mixes and seedless. That's all through, what do you call it? When you start, can't think of the word right now, when you start just playing Frankenstein on food, basically. Yeah, well, that's good enough. I, I got it. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what you're doing. You're just like scientists are just figuring it out, you know? So, I mean, soon, I mean, if you think about it, you know, with Elon, with Elon Musk and everything, like we're not going to, we're, we're not even, we're not going to we need to be here for the next episode necessarily, <laughs> right? Just, <laughs> So, you know, you know it's, it's science is crazy right now. So, of course, like little things like watermelon, see this watermelon, we take it for granted. Like that's super scientific. <laughs> well, you know? yeah, I actually saw, uh, you know, I don't I don't really watch too much TV, but there are certain shows that I like. I like YouTube. So I watch YouTube. So Food Theory is a show that I got into. And I'm getting into it more now because the guy on there is trying to be healthier. So now he's changed his episodes from a bunch of fast food to like, like the true uh history on it and he did one on kind of what you were mentioning like why is this watermelon 
out when it's not in season. And oh, wow, I'm going to do an episode just on that. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to join you if I could. Because I was just talking about a pear. I was, I was uh, again, talking to my wife, and I was like, man, a pear sounds good. You know, a ripened pear where it's perfect texture, when it's juicy and all that, it's so hard to find. Like, yeah, I, I can't judge it. But, like, she's like, are, are they in season? And I'm like, it doesn't matter. It's, <laughs> it doesn't matter anymore about seasons. Remember, but, remember before, it used to be a season thing, like grapes. would had to be in season. Right, right. Speaking of a Frankenstein thing, have you ever heard, and I just thought about this right now, talking about fruit, have you ever heard of the cotton candy grape? Yes. I Have you? I have tried not had it. it. You tried I've, it. I've tried I've it. I've heard it, it, great it, things about it. In Monrovia, we're just at, at Pavilions, and they had cotton candy grapes, and there was a bunch of people saying, oh, it's cotton candy grapes. I'm like, what? Okay, cool. I'll get one. They're like, oh, you don't understand. And so we get home. We try it. Dude, it tastes like cotton candy it's 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 crazy it's like they pumped it with sugar like you know like i don't know what it was but it's all natural it tastes sweet like crazy sweet like that the sweetness of a cotton candy like it's beyond it's it's that's i'm not sure i'm not even sure if it's uh actually we have to look that up a little bit more i'm not sure what they do with it i'm not sure if it's a science thing or it's just my friend posts that every year when they come out. The oh, really? That's that's how I heard of them, but I've never tried them. But yeah, oh, so good! Oh my god, so good! Like the best grape in the on the planet. Like if they can make like a grape soda that flavor, or just have grapes in season. Like if if like our our local you know great our fruit guy was down the street with them, he there'd be a line. It's that good. Like there was a line of pavilions. I didn't even understand it. They're like, oh no, you don't understand. Pavilions has cotton candy grapes this week. I've never. That's the only time that I've been in there that they've had it. I've never seen it since. They like they, that, and they probably could produce it year round, but they probably do it now for the hype. Because I think we've got to the point now where we walk into the store and we don't really even think about like it's not in season, and that goes for everything, like from spinach to everything, and like, but it's available always. Yes, you, you would think, oh, they're importing it from a different part of the world, but no, it's it's coming like locally, usually within the U.S. So, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure if if it is. I I know that our bananas are s- still chiquita. You know, like it's uh, oh, you you there's a whole chiquitas everywhere, right? No, yeah, well, it's just it's just it's just a sticker. There's a whole. Uh, I, I watched this guy. I can't remember his name. He's got a YouTube channel. He used to do uh, reports for Vox, which does like pretty good little documentaries on YouTube. And uh, he ended up doing his own channel. And he did a whole story on why we eat those bananas now. Oh, yeah. You're telling me about it. They, they're they're not even the mo- best tasting. They're supposed to be the brown ones, right? I mean, there's so many kinds of bananas, but we just were like manipulated into, oh, these are the bananas we want. Yeah, yellow. I want them yellow. With or, a little bit of, I like them yellow with a little bit of green cuz I like the second they like turn brown, I I don't even eat them. Well, no, not that. I'm talking about like styles and different like like you know, there's smaller ones and larger ones and from different parts of the world that taste better, but for some reason there it was some sort of monopoly. Chiquita is a huge company and they've actually I think been involved in a couple controversies as far as food um from what I looked at. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Chiquita is probably in London, Brazil. Oh, they're everywhere. Panama, China. Yeah, they're 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 big brother. Yeah, that makes sense. But I remember you saying something like it was like the outside of the banana because you see those those black ones or those brown ones that you look at. You're like, nah, I can eat that shit. They don't, you know, because I'm looking for a yellow, all yellow banana, like a perfect one in in, in my mind. That's perfect. That's not necessarily perfect, or probably it's probably the. It probably has nutritional value of iceberg lettuce versus romaine or green lettuce or red lettuce. You know what I mean? Where romaine is not very nutritional at all. It's like very little compared to something greener. Let so, me do my disclaimer. I'm not a dietitian. <laughs> uh, but from what I heard is uh, the greener the banana, the more potassium it has. So The, the greener the banana? Yeah. So if okay. you eat it more greener, you'll get more potassium. So like when I'm running like a marathon and it's really, really hot and they offer bananas, I'm looking for the green ones, like the kind of green ones instead of just like the yellow because they've lost a lot of the potassium already because okay. they're more ripe. So the riper they get, the less potassium they have, which is one of the things banana bananas are supposed to be good for 
And potassium is good for your cramps and cool stuff like that that runners uh, really need. So that's why they give it to you on your what? Like after your 10 miles, you can see the bananas. Yeah, right? it depends yeah. on the race, but a, lo- a lot of, uh, and I would say they're just strangers, volunteers. Uh, mm. I, sometimes I call them like angels that just appear out of nowhere because you're dying. And then they, they're like, they have cut up oranges for you. and Oh, fruit. yeah. Angels bring oranges, bananas, water. Gatorade. Yep. And then you see angels at like the 15, 18, 20 miles that will bring you beer. Oh, those yes. are the real angels. Yes. Because yes. at the end, like you're just like, you know, you need, you need those, those carbs and the extra fuel. That goes back to like Peru and, 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 and the, with the women. Like brewing the beers, like it was for nutritional value. Like it, it definitely helps. Tell, tell me, like a beer at mile twenty-two does not help you get to the finish line. Oh, that and uh, yeah. I have not drank a soda since the last LA Marathon. So I'm. If someone has a, I so I told myself after LA Marathon, I'll uh-huh. I'll drink a soda. But if someone has like a Coke along the way, you know how much sugar that has. It gives it that mm. little. So I I look for Coke and I look for a beer on the route. Always. Wow, you're that strict with soda, or you just don't particularly care for it? It's it's one of my vices. So I said, what what am I going to do to to like try to regulate it? So I told myself I got to earn my soda, and <laughs> if, if if I just do it like okay, you can only do it after a marathon, and then uh, you know the most I'll do it is one day, and then I I cut that habit, and okay, next next goal. Then I really end up drinking like soda like maybe three times a year for versus drinking soda all the time, you know, cause I know it's bad for you, even though I love Coke, even though yeah, they, they got all kinds of bad reputation as well. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And I'm not a big soda drinker myself, but the other day I was at a uh, BJ's and um, normally I'd order iced tea or water at a restaurant. If, if I'm not drinking, you know, a beer, and I'm at BJ, so actually, I'm not a big fan of BJ's brews. It doesn't tempt me when I go to BJ's to drink oh, one of their brews. We haven't talked about BJ's. Do yeah. they? That's interesting, actually. Now that you mentioned it, that's one of the first brewer, that, Yeah, one of the big big breweries, like you know, like not micro, but like a kind of a restaurant that's uh, known to be a brewery. I'm not a big fan of their brewery beers. Mm-hmm. I don't mean either. But going there, yeah, I actually don't. Now that you mentioned it, I don't recall seeing their beers out in the stores. It's only in the restaurants. Oh yeah, and well, it, that they had their restaurants. They have refrigerators where you can buy a six pack of oh. their. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have all I, that. I haven't uh, been to, to so one in a long time, but yeah. Oh yeah. Every BJ's restaurant is you can get a six pack. You can you can get the beer. So yeah, they're they're, they're very. Uh, I think they they have one called Piranha. They have a I the one I the Heffenweizen. I've had, you know, I'm, a, I'm I used to be a big Heffenweizen guy before IPA just just stole my heart. <laughs> and uh yeah, so they have a decent Heffenweizen, but it's not better. It's not any better than an orange wheat from Hangar 24 or like a orange wheat from Coronado or anything like that. It's not it's nothing. It's I'm not not to shit on them because if I'm having a beer at, at uh, if I'm if I want pizza and um, jambalaya or salmon when I go to BJ's, uh, yeah, I'm been down for a beer. But anyway, speaking of soda, so I, the other day we went to um, uh, BJ's because I, I wanted uh, just we were just getting lunch and I ordered some jambalaya. I felt like jambalaya. It was a compromise. My wife was uh, she wanted to eat a little lighter. I forgot what she had. Uh, what did she? Have? Anyway, so. I was like, you know, I'm going to go old school because I'm at a place to have a bar. And so I can't order a cherry Coke because tell me if you remember this name. I ordered a Roy Rogers. Do you remember Roy Rogers? I, I remember the name, but I couldn't even tell you what's in it. She didn't. She didn't know either. Roy Rogers is a cherry Coke back in the days before cherry Coke. There was always Coke. But before cherry Coke, there was Roy Rogers, which is just Coke and grenadine. It's different. If I ordered a cherry Coke, they probably would have gave me a cherry Coke, but I wanted a Roy Rogers. I wanted a Coke with the grenadine syrup and a cherry. Completely different taste. It's like having a fresh cherry Coke made for you, like just right there on the spot, like the freshest cherry Coke you can have. And I I wanted, I did it on purpose because I want, because I do like cherry Cokes just out the bottle or can. It tastes so much better when it's like the fresh with the grenadine and all that like that, which they were trying to like capture. When they bottled it, so much better. 
So I had two of those and I was like, wow, this is really good. <laughs> okay. So another question. Do you remember the Shirley Temple? That I do remember. And what I, is that? That's a seven up and grenadine and a that cherry. Is, that is seven up, grenadine and a cherry. Seven up. That's the keyword seven up. In most restaurants, what do they have now? Sprite, depending if if it's if it's I forget Sprite or or Ceramist Pepsi. Oh yeah, or Ceramist. Not even Seven Up. They don't have Seven Up. Seven Up's not like that anymore. But every bar would have Seven Up on their tap. Like they'll have it ready to pour because that's Seven Seven. That's an alcoholic drink. You need Seven Up for your for the mixes. So you can't get Seven Up at like your gym's burgers or your local burger spot or McDonald's or whatever, because all they have is Sprite or Sierra Mist. But at a bar, you could always get a Shirley Temple because they have to have 7-Up on tap because you can't make a 7-7 with Sprite. You can't make a 7-7 you know, with Sierra Mist. It has to be 7-Up. That's the recipe. I agree. And uh, I wanted to uh, comment on Elizabeth here in the audience. And she is, she says she likes to drink beer while watching sports. And I, I completely agree. I'll give you a cheer for that. Uh, she likes to watch it uh, with her family and friends. And that's when she'll drink beer. But she said right now she's drinking Coronitas while listening to us. So oh, how cute. I, little, little Coronita. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I remember the first time I bought Coronitas. It was, Me too, but I can't it. was talk not about on it. purpose. Oh, really? I thought it was regular, like a regular size full beer. And when I got home, I'm like, what is this? These are so tiny. So <laughs> I, I was kind of upset because I thought, oh, I got a really good deal on Coronas. And then I, I got home. I'm like, are you oh. serious? Yeah. I'm like, I only got eight <laughs> ounces. I'm like, that, that's not a good deal. Wow. Okay. I'm going to give you a PG version of the first time I was introduced to Coronitas. I was in TJ, right? So I go to a place to drink a beer, right? You know what happens in TJ. I'm not sure. Elizabeth. It's like okay. Vegas. It's like it's Vegas. It's like Vegas. a little bit more no, promiscuous. What happens in TJ stays oh, in TJ. yes, exactly. So anyway, so I'm at the bar and then, you know, a hand is on my lap. Okay. And then she says, well, you want to buy me a beer? Like that. And then obviously her hand does, it goes past my lap somewhere else. We won't talk about that. I buy a Coronita. Okay, I get myself a whatever I got, a Corona and a, and a tequila shot. My Corona and tequila shot cost like five bucks. Her Coronita cost like 10 bucks. And I was like, what? The Corona, I bought her, she wanted a beer. She got, she got a little beer and I was like, oh, that's a little cute little beer. That She worked there. So I was like, oh, that's cute. That's cool. Yeah, cool. I got you. That shit cost like double with, with my order. And I, I got, you know, that's, I was like, oh, I don't like Coronitas. <laughs> that's horrible. Yeah. Uh, the game. Yeah. It, it's it's a hustle game over it there. Is a hustle game. It is definitely a hustle game. And you dance with them and you kick it. That's cool. You know, it's, no, rather, yeah. it's no different than going to a gentleman's club over here. You know, I used to work at one, so I know you go and you you buy a soda. It's five dollars, ten dollars, and then mm -hmm. you, a girl asks, "It's soda," and it's like twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah, you know that's how they make their money. They, they make their money, and some you know a lot of men. See, we're we're just not. We, I, I'm like, I don't care because you know we're you know we 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 talk to regular women. We don't need that extra attention. <laughs> so to me, I was like, okay, that's cool. I could talk to you. Like I could have, you know, it could have been better. Yeah. So anyway, we, we stay away from stuff like that, but yeah, like a lot of men probably need that and don't mind paying for it because they have a woman to talk to or whatever, but that's okay. That I, 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 I do not knock the hustler at yeah. all. All good. So uh, did you finish your regular beer? I'm, I'm interested to look at the can of so the am other I. one. I'm going to bring it out right now. Uh, actually, I wanted to tell you one more cool thing, being that it's International Women's Month. Month. Okay. Uh, first of all, is it Zythology or Zythology? Have you heard the name before? Uh, Zythology is a study of beer. I probably want to say Zythology because it's Greek. It's, it's a Greek word. Or Zyth means beer, thology is the study of. So, zythology is the study of beer. Did you know that? I knew about it, but I just forgot, and I, I look it up again, like, oh, that's interesting. That's cool, just for people to know. So, you can actually, so I, I say this because for uh, Women's International, uh, for Women's International Month, history, I, I found two states that celebrated very well. 
one was Minnesota, one was California. So I'll go with California first because that's where we at. So two women formed uh, a brewery in 2013 called Three really? Weavers in three Three Weavers out of Inglewood, California. What one woman? Uh, she worked at Sierra Nevada prior, like in oh. 2010, and her whole thing was like she needed a, a minor to major in in school. Uh, it was up north somewhere. Uh, I forgot which one. I'm, I don't want to butcher that. But anyway, she um, she's like, okay, well, wait, I can I can minor in 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 uh, zythology, and I can just like learn how to make beer and drink beer at the same time. It's a fucking no brainer to me. I was like, that is so cool that she had that mind state. So anyway, she fell in love with it, and so her and another woman got together later on and created this thing uh, called Three Weavers, named after her three daughters. Not, I'm, so I, I didn't look into it much. I, I'm assuming Weavers is the last name, maybe the Three Weavers, the girls. I'm not sure, but she named it after her daughters. And it's in Inglewood, and we can get it's readily available. And I, I, I oh, wish I would try that. We could have done that. We should have. I mean, and we got I time think, in the month, I think, to do maybe you the know next what? show. We should definitely find them. I will find them. I will get them. I would. I, I work in Compton, so we can go to Inglewood. Because I, I was reading. Okay, so our next show would be March 21st. We still got time. It'd be within the Women's uh, History Month. And from what I was reading, uh, pretty much, I think, and I could be off on the number, but it's like only 7% of brewers now are women. That's not bad. That's that, really low considering they were all the original brewers and then yes, they got yes. pushed out. So that, and then when you think about how men out of the top 10 uh, beer companies are all men CEOs and then Very the true. board members are all men, that's really a low number. It is. That, so that, that you actually, that, that you segue into something I want to talk about next. Okay. Yes. Women started that shit. And I, I truly believe I, I want to taste three weavers. I want to taste the, the Minnesota's next Minnesota, like interests me like crazy. So anyway, there's a brewmaster, a woman, and I didn't, I, I didn't get her name. I apologize. I will get her name next time. So she's been brewing since in Minnesota. There's like 200 brewers in Minnesota right now out of the 200. There's 12 women in Minnesota. So, did, did I talk about the Pink Boot Society yet? Pink, I don't think so. The Pink Boot Society. Anyway, there's a, a thing called the Pink Boot Society, which is an association that uh, kind of like, uh, like, like kind of speaks up for women that want to be become master brewers in college, like to give them like the, the degree, uh, not the, the, the tuition or benefits they need to pursue their dream of being a brewer. And they had, there's a, there's, you know, they, they grant them money. They have scholarships and everything like that. It's called the pink boot society. Super cool because there's a lot of, obviously like, like take, take, take your brew mastery back. That's it's so dope. So, I mean, they'll go back to me. Let me go back to Minnesota. So, out of 200 brewers in Minnesota, there's 12 women now. So this, uh, the, the, there's one woman. So this one woman was saying like, you know, 40 years ago, it was just me. Now, 40 years later, there's 12 of us. We've started something really good in Minnesota out of 200 brewers. So I'm, I'm thinking 200 brewers in Minnesota. I mean, I, I want to try some Minnesota beer. So anyway, let me go back with that. Uh, so every six months, these 12 women come together every six months from different brew houses, right? In Minnesota, whether you work for Badger Hill is one of them. And I've heard of that name. So we have to look into Badger Hill and they have others in Minnesota. So like you know, 12 women from 12 different brew houses in Minnesota come together every six months, talk about, they have like a little fellowship, talk about different ingredients, different hops they're going to use, whatever. And they create a special beer every six months that all it's completely involved just all women involved from every fact from the from the recipe to the process and they do that it's, i was like dude minnesota that's big ups like that's what's up like right <laughs> So 
Okay, we're gonna work on that. Okay, just like you, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I just got my new new toy. Keyboard. So uh, the the process is, it, is, hey, is C. isn't it? Isn't that cool, bro? Oh, okay. So, is it, isn't that cool? Oh yeah, and you, uh, right away cool. as soon as you start yeah. mentioning that, I'm like, if I could align it with a Minnesota marathon when that brew thing's going on, oh, that oh. would be the best right there to go run the marathon. Yes, I, I'm trying to do all 50 marathons in 50 states, and at the same time, try the beer. That would be perfect. Like, perfect. I, I have a like a hard on for Minnesota anyway because I love whoa, lakes. Whoa, whoa, this is a family show. I was talking about the state. <laughs> Jesus, we just we just talk about the uh, Coronitas in Tijuana. I can't oh, do that. Oh, <laughs> and I don't go. I'm just, yeah. but yeah, <laughs> yeah. But seriously, I love. I just. I'm a. I'm. I'm a hiker. I love trails. So I heard Minnesota was like. I just want to see the Great Lakes. You know, I want to see all that. So like, yeah. Seriously, when I say that, uh, hard on it's all love. Like it's just so cool. So <laughs> very, very, very innocent. My old company, mm-hmm. I think, has one of their offices in Minnesota, and the people that I know, it's kind of like a pretty flat overall but probably the great lakes is probably one of the things to see over there but that brewery especially of all women gathering and doing it i i want to taste their beer that sounds I, delicious uh, I'll, I'll send you the link to the youtube thing i watched it's super cool i was excited about it i was like dude i need another another week to go down this rabbit hole of awesome women that brew because it it, it gets it's getting deeper and deeper and I, yes um yes actually it's a good thing it's a long a month long because I, as I was reading the articles, I'm like, this goes deeper than I thought. I thought I would be done like in 15 minutes reading a couple articles. Mm-hmm. But then it said, oh, after we wrote this article, a bunch of scholars debated with us. And so we corrected this and you can check their link here. And I clicked on the links and I clicked on those links and then I checked other stuff. So, yeah, it, it it's not like, oh, you could just read it today and be done. There's a lot more to it. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. And I, I'm good. I want to like take the time to like l- learn more about it. It's so cool. It really is like, uh, I'm a man and I'm just like, damn, these women are awesome. Badasses. And the English you know? sounds even better. Uh, uh, I know because, we can go there. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, that one we can knock out hopefully maybe for the next one. And then uh, we can look into the Minnesota and talk about it as well in the next show. I think we can, you know why? Don't tell anybody. Okay. I'll be off for the next two weeks after March 14th. Ooh. I'm taking a little vacation just here. And 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 for those of you, our 21st, that'll be the day after LA Marathon. So I'll I'm going to get that beer real quick for up. the sake yeah. of time. Okay, do your thing. And please uh, talk about your athletic definition as well while I'm gone. Oh, yeah. So uh, I have another show on here. I wonder if anyone here from Drunks has ever crossed over to our other show. But uh, this is uh, we do this every two weeks. And it's basically because Ty works like, 18 hours a day, six days a week. He works a lot. So we make time every two weeks to do the show. And, you know, we talk about working out and also drinking, doing a beer review. But I have another show on here called Athletic Definition. And this whole month, I'm doing like a tribute to Women's History Month. Uh, this upcoming Friday, I will have Anel Hernandez, who um, she qualified for Boston Marathon and Clint completed it i believe she has one or two kids now um she's a mom and now she's working her way back uh the week after i will have brutal viking who came from competitive swimming in college and is now a purple belt in jiu-jitsu and is just kicking butt and then after that i will have meg from hong kong uh and she is a runner former lawyer who got cancer and is just running and uh, let's see here. I got to watch the Strongman Contest this past weekend. And so if I don't get a guest for Thursday, I'm going to be talking about this girl. Oh, that looks good. Uh, that I saw. And I got to look up her name. But there were some like like tall women in the competition. Six foot four, six foot three, and 320 pounds. And this little girl came who weighed 140 pounds. And she kicked ass she what? lifted 733 pound rock how many like, how, mu- how much did she weigh 140 pounds and like I, I i had to start looking into the history and very few men have ever done that so i think she's like the fifth woman to ever do it so if i don't get a guess i'm gonna be talking about that because 
uh, you know, out of the whole competition, I kind of didn't see all of day one, but day two, I saw day two and I think she stole the show basically. So uh, after I saw that, I was like, and me, I'm always going for the Rudy, for the Rocky, for the underdog, for the small <laughs> size person, for the normal person. Cause for sure. that, that's kind of what I feel I am. I'm not like, I don't have that agility. I wasn't born with those athletic genetic gifts. So anytime someone who's normal size can do it, and kick ass when you see the other people like damn they were big and then she comes out of nowhere and we're like nah and then she just did it it was awesome that sounds so cool like please if you have a link to that like i'd love to see that yeah that that'll be uh oh yeah i'll see if it's available that's a and that's a arnold schwarzenegger classic uh strongman competition that they that they had Speak on it, yeah. That's- yeah, no, that it, 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 I'm going to just kind of tease it. It depends. I, I'm supposed to have more, more guests, but you know everyone's busy. I'm supposed to have a, ooh, a Shangri-La, who's a multiple time Guinness World Record holder, a pro golfer. So it's just all scheduling. They're all big. Like everyone, I realized that I reached out to, well, I reached out to. Uh, in, to do the Women's History Month, you know, this is still my first time kind of doing it. I don't even have a year under my belt, but next time I'll reach out to them like two months in advance because I realized, oh, it's everyone's busy and yeah, it's not as easy as I thought. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm I I know plenty of women athletes who kick butt. What what is that? Seven. You, you reminded me. Just talk about our new time slot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So on the next show, which will be on the 21st, we're going to be moving to a new time, which I just dropped my light because Jimmy iPad knocked it over. We're going to be doing 7 p.m. Pacific time zone because we know the light change. And then hopefully a lot of people in the East Coast could actually drink a beer with us and come up and let us know what they think of the beer. And we're going to do a better job of giving you, giving you the beer that we're going to drink uh, two weeks ahead. So like right now, we would tell you what drink we're going to have in the next two weeks. So you can go ahead and find it. If you're in another state and you have a beer finder, purchase it, get it shipped over, try the beer with us and talk about it with us. We want more interaction. I think that's what's, that's what's going to make the show fun. I love talking to my boy. I know, I know, I know Ray since we're in fifth grade. We can talk all day. We talk all the time. We want to hear from you. We want to try the beers with you guys as the viewers and uh, just go through the same experience we're going through as far as this beer. As far as the citraholic, bro, how do you like the color? The color's a little, um, like, I, for being a fruity, I thought it'd be a little bit more vibrant, a little more orangey. It looks a little pilsnery. It's a West Coast IPA variant you don't see the smoke that you would see on the west coast right like like the hazy you don't see the haze i'll give you the makeup real quick um what time is it week okay i'll give you the makeup real quick it's a it's called the citraholic ipa it is a modern west coast style ipa distinct tropical character Dry hops, citraholic with an immense charge of citra hops, one of my favorites, imparting heavy aromas of citrus and tropical fruits with melon and gooseberry accents. Sounds good. It comes in at seven, I believe seven two. Yeah, seven point one in alcohol volume. And I'm about to try it for the first time. Beechwood out of Huntington Beach. Well, you and try it. Uh, let us know what you think. I, I, I went down a rabbit hole to, you know, I, I'm late in the game. People talk about uh, TV shows and actors, and I most of the time I don't know who they are because I'm always like working out, being active. Uh, but I started binge watching a uh, bar bar rescue, mm-hmm. and uh, as things are opening up here in California, definitely want to start doing maybe some live shows from bars. But man, am I afraid to eat bar food now after watching that show? Oh my God, it's nasty in the kitchen, right? Oh yeah. Uh, so I, I won't mention the comedy club, but it's it's uh, near Altadena, and my friend used to work there. Joe Rogan, the one I'm, you used to go to uh, a lot, right? I'm oh, not mentioning God. names. Oh Jesus, I'm, there's only one. <laughs> I, exactly. You I never, I never seen that one. So my friend uh, did security there, and uh, he told me, no matter what, don't get anything from the kitchen. Eat before you go there. So 
I'll give you guys a hint. People with yeah, don't just throw Google stones. It. Don't yeah. throw stones. Really? I'd, I'd never heard that before. Yeah. So, mm. and then after watching Bar Rescue, I'm like, okay, as we start, you know, talking to breweries and we're going to go and do shows, should we eat the food or not? That, and, 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 um, since we're on here, uh, um, if you're listening, uh, John Taffer, we would love to have you on the show. And if you ever need two guys to go into a uh, local bar and drink some beer and try mm-hmm. some food, uh, please, uh, we're available. Reach out to us and we will reach out to you. Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah, that guy's a cool character. I like him. I love when he just goes off on people. It's, That's it's my kind, favorite part. Yeah, it's very like like uh, Gordon Ramsay-esque. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it just goes off on people. Although he's a really nice guy in person, my cousin. So was Gordon Ramsay. No, that's what I'm saying. Uh, Gordon Ramsay, my cousin, did the oh, show okay. with wife. Wife, it was a uh, wife who couldn't cook, so she was on one of those. And uh, he, you know, he's an LA marathoner too, as well. Who? John Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. Oh, G- Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, he's an LA. Mar- he's an LA marathoner. Multiple times. He's done it many times when I've done it. Actually, I I do know that. Yeah, him and Puff Daddy, right? There's a couple others now. I don't know about Puff Daddy. Yeah, I th- yeah, I thought Puff Daddy was a. Uh, he might yeah. have done New York once, but that was once. I mean, Oprah I'm did New York. Pretty once, sure did LA, but yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Hey, there's uh, what other celebrities have done marathons? That's, oh, that's interesting. Too many to name, but like, like name five. Jeez, um, I don't know about marathons, but I know that for sure. What's his name from just marathons? Ooh, I don't know. Uh, Flea. What are the guys from Chili Peppers? Yeah, has done Flea. One? Flea. Flea. It is Flea. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's see here. I know Bill Belichick does half marathons. Does a he? Bunch, a bunch of half marathons. I know Oprah did the New York Marathon once. Ulta, Oprah Winfrey completed a marathon? Yeah, which, you know, New York, you have to, yeah, it's a lottery. So I've been submitting for the lottery year after year after year, and I never get picked. But if you're a celebrity, you're going to get picked. Oh, and I know one, Kevin Hart. Oh, Kevin Hart. Yeah, Kevin Hart, big time. He did a full marathon? For sure. Okay. Yeah, LA marathon. Yeah, he's LA. A, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kevin Hart, yeah. yeah. He, he's a big runner. Big time runner. I did not know that. No, really? That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Kevin Hart's a big time runner. Yeah. And then, um, well, she's sort of a celebrity because she's married to Justin Turner. Justin Turner's wife yes. runs LA Marathon every year. And then yeah, they he have supports the her. He supports Turner her. Foundation, uh-huh. uh, which they, they raise money, which we'll see if maybe we could talk go to d- Go Dodgers. Go Dodgers and see if we can maybe talk to him about coming on and talking about his foundation. You know, yeah, bring his wife on. Like, yeah, have a exactly. beer with us. I, I, dude, like, Turner is probably like top 25 people I want to have a beer with. So that would be perfect. Like, we have his wife talk about running. I mean, I know, I know she'd love to talk to us. So, you know, it's a marathon conversation. We can do that. That sounds perfect. I wonder how we could, let's try. We'll so that. he is uh, at the, what do you call it? He's at the Los Angeles uh, Marathon Expo. At, he's at a booth with his wife, and you can take a picture with him, which goes to his foundation, I think, for like $20. Very cool. So, so I, I, I'll probably just pay that and just be like, hey, Turner, how, how do you want to come on the show and uh, promote your foundation? And then I was running on, I think it's like mile 11 to 12 on Hollywood Boulevard, right before you re- you reach the main part. And who do I see right there in the corner? Justin Turner. And he's just right there, like, hey, waiting for his wife. And I'm like, hey. And I came and I took a picture. And right away, he's like, oh, stop. Leave him alone. I'm like, come on. We're participants. Like, we paid $200 for this. We could take a picture if we want. And we're LA. This this is Dodgers. Justin Turner. Yeah. I I wouldn't even, I would have been like, nah, man. Nah. And, you know how many and, times you know, you know how many Dodger tickets how, you know how many how much money I spent on the Dodgers? <laughs> I'm taking this picture. And one time they had an Angels, and I'm like Angels, and I booed them the whole way. So they should definitely let me talk to them. <laughs> nice, right? Um, hey, and nice Dodger hat, by the way. Very oh. cool. Yeah, you can yeah. run in that thing. It's functional, huh? Uh, this is a, now my, it, you know, it's past its prime now. So now so it's it a running running hat. Yeah, it's like a little bit of yeah. It's no longer the the main. The main attraction. Yeah, you know, I try to clean it, but still, it it you know you can't get the whole thing like brand new, bling bling. You could. I'll, I'll tell you about that later, though. Oh, okay. let's uh, let's wrap it up. What are we doing? What are we doing? Um, 
let's let's bring out the next beer in the next couple of days um can we promote it on fireside as far as just like a preview or how do we do this let people know well, follow us how, how do you do it yeah we could put it on um it just if you want to be sure to know what the next beer is you can either follow follow both of us follow me ray z and ty and then you'll see what the next uh beer that we will be reviewing and uh, we're we're gonna try and get that one that you mentioned which one was it the women brewers from three Ingle- weavers out of inglewood three, three weavers. weavers yes so that, that no we're not trying i'll get it i'll go down to inglewood myself all right okay so then that's what it is and then uh, that's what it yeah that's it Actually, that's perfect. We'll get Three Weavers Brewery, and I have another brewery out of Long Beach, and I forgot the name right now, but one of my boys from work lives literally like down the street from there, and I think I want to try that beer out of Long Beach, too, because have we done a Long Beach beer yet? I don't think so. No, I don't either. No. Let's do that. And we keep it local because we can expand once we get past all our our local stuff. But you guys have to understand that California is the like our breweries out here are blowing up. They're creating some really, really good beers, you know, and so. And it's so large to California. Yeah, we we have so many to choose from. So you haven't even hit north. We have like the Bay Area. We Uh, haven't. The Bay Area is already known to be one of the best brewery, like 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 well sought out breweries in, in the in the in the in the country. So, but California's not on the map like that. Like we, I have like, my favorite is Claremont right now. Claremont makes the best three beers that I've ever tried. Period. Once uh, we're after the 21st, I think we should probably do the, the Laverne, which is Laverne is another uh, city here in California, Southern California. And they have a grapefruit beer. You were telling me about it last night. You think it's better than the? Well, you know, we, we should we should do like a Claremont, Claremont taste test uh, versus. Hell yeah, because they're neighboring cities. Yes. It would be perfect. I, 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 we can get them involved as well. Like, I love the Claremont Craft Ales grapefruit. My boy Ray is saying that this uh, Laverne is is a contender. We should talk about it. I think it's a, like one percent mm-hmm. less alcohol. I could care less. However, the it you. And I don't like grapefruit. That that's a thing. But it it's got a good taste. I like the Claremont grapefruit, and I like the Laverne grapefruit. I like squirt, but I was gonna say I like squirt. I like but pal- if you I, give me a grapefruit, I'll be like, uh. I like palomas. I like squirt. I like grapefruit juice. I like ruby red. So I'm not saying I'm the biggest grapefruit guy, like, but yeah, you know, I I do like grapefruit. I can't yeah. drink the juice, and I can't eat the. You the don't red. like ruby red? Have you tried ruby red with vodka? Oh, that's different. And then mm-hmm. if you give me just a regular grapefruit, I, I won't eat it. I won't oh, eat really? it. Oh, really? It's so yeah. so good for you, though. I, I I don't eat it. I don't have it. It's not part of my like regime or anything like that. But it's so it's a super fruit. It's what is it? High natural fruits, oh, right? Yeah, uh, I'll mm-hmm. be doing a show on super fruits, which was complete. And, uh, and fat completely, burner. it's a fat burner, right? They say it's a fabricated. Fruit, it's a fat There's no mm-hmm. such a thing as a super fruit. It was all made up. Yeah, I believe that, but but it was all made up to sell more shit, right? Like kind of like vinegar. When you put vinegar on in your meat, it just kind of the acidic level, the acidic value. Just the it grapefruit does that. The acid in it like literally burns fat, like vinegar does to your meat. So uh, before we close out, I think we should give each beer a review. So why don't you show everybody which uh, which beer you tasted, and then I'll I'll show mine and give you my final thoughts on it. Did we talk about my beer? Uh, you showed it and you, okay. you drank it, so it's super drinkable. It's really good. It's uh, as far as taste, it's it's a it tastes fine. Um, it's a good beer. Uh, I would drink it again if I was there. I would ask for this and ask for another beer as well. It's not overwhelmingly great, but it's really good. It's 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 better than a lot of other beers making IPAs today. It's uh, I would definitely give it another chance. What's a percentage on that one? 7.1. 7.1. And you don't even taste the hops at all. It's, it's very drinkable, super drinkable. It's good. But again, I'm spoiled, you know, so like Claremont is making some really, really good beers right now. Um, I think that's a, see, that's a, is that the same one? Yeah, that's the same. Oh yeah, one. how much did that beer cost? Uh, this one was a three dollars and fifty cents, not including tax. 
and this one is from Santa Monica. For is, for the, the, the uh, tall boy, like a Santa a Monica tall? beer works. No, it is a nineteen point two flow ounce, so mm-hmm. it's a pint. This is seven percent alcohol. It's called the Incline IPA. It is the one and only brewery in Santa Monica, California. And overall, I'm I'm impressed. It's you know for all the f- kind of fruit description that they have, I don't mm-hmm. really have like an overwhelming taste of telangelo or mango uh, <laughs> or citra it, it's good um it's pretty pretty light color and i would definitely drink this one again so like if you saw that with like the great like the the wolf pub i double ipa or maybe a space dust or a claremont and you saw that would you choose that on any given day over those two mm. it's a good starter beer okay yeah. Same with this one. I actually um, look forward because I have like five more of these. Um, it's a good beer. Like this is a actually this is a good example of summer beer, which we were talking about. Like I can have a couple of these and not feel all crudo like during the day. Like it's not going to make me feel all crazy and shit. Like, you know, like, oh, fuck, I drank too much. It's, oh, it's kind actually, of a good awakening. Since you mentioned that, that's one thing I forgot to ask you. So that is is brewed by the beach. Yeah, it's grew, It's brewed in Huntington Beach. Huntington Beach. So yeah. this one's Santa Monica. This is Huntington Beach. Huntington yeah, so. Beach. We, so, we, we can talk about them, about which, who has the best beach beer in Southern California, too. Oh, there, then we there's a lot all the way to San Diego. Oh, yeah. We can have a conversation. All right. So Let's wrap it up, bro. Yeah. So uh, tune in on the 21st. We're going to continue our Women's History Month with getting brewed beer from... Tell me the name again. Tell me the name. From Beachwood, Beach is that what it's called? Oh, you're talking about the oh, the, oh, you're talking about three three weaves, the three weavers, three weavers, three weavers out of Inglewood, California. We are going to get for International uh, uh, Women's Month, Women's History Month, Month. History, Women's History Month. That's why I always get the history part. <laughs> International Women's History Month. I'm definitely going to deliver that, and you're going to try it next time. Please uh, seek it out. Anyone that's listening, if you need help seeking it out, I will. Ship it to you. Just pay me. You know, we have whoa, whoa, Venmo. Whoa. We talked about this. I don't care. No. I'm rebel. I'll do this. <laughs> this is all Seriously. joking. FBI, I want, I CIA, want the DA, if you're listening, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is all just make-believe. It's, it's just beer. We, we know it's a federal offense. We come from a good heart. It doesn't no, matter. No. Okay. We, we, yeah, we got some locals here, so... <laughs> I'm sure yeah. that they'll they'll join yeah. us in. Three Weavers, we're going to try their beers. I'm going to get a couple of them. I'm going to go to Inglewood myself and talk to them about it because I'm fascinated by it. I'll pick you up. Cool. That's what's up. Yeah. That, okay. that, actually, that'd be not. Oh, you know what? No, we're doing it. I have a time lot, off. A lot of breweries off, give you uh, tours. So maybe we should we'll like, do that. talk we'll, to them. We'll talk to them, t- uh, talk them about the show, and right. uh, we'll do it. All so right, guys. Th- there it is. Three Weavers, uh, join us on March 21st. Thank you for joining Drunk's episode, uh, Beach Party Beer Review. And we will see you on the 21st. Thank you, everybody, for joining. Until next time. Mm-hmm.